The primary focus of my office will be constituent services. So the bulk of our budget and our personnel will be in the district because that's what we're supposed to be doing. There's not a single person in Washington, D.C. that can vote for me. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. Welcome to another edition of Fact Check. Fact Check is your only dependable source of state and local news from a conservative perspective. The November election is in the books. Republican Derek Van Orden won the 3rd Congressional District after three years of non-stop campaigning. His win gives Wisconsin Republicans a 6-2 majority in our representation in the House of Representatives. Derek, welcome back to Fact Check. Congratulations. Well, thank you, and uh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, It's nice to be back. Yeah, well, you know, this is a pretty important phone call. There wasn't a lot of time to rest after the election. You had to leave to go to Congress camp. Is that correct? Can you tell us about that? I can. The official title is New Member Orientation. But, um, you know, what does that really mean? I like to kind of distill things down just so they're easier to to digest. And essentially, this is Congress camp. So it's the formalized portion that's run through the House of Representatives, Representatives is two weeks. And I'm here doing an additional week through the Congressional Institute. And the, the first couple of weeks are really kind of nuts and bolts stuff for people that, for instance, have never run a business. And Sarah Jane and I have. So uh, for us, a lot of that was kind of old hat, basic human resources things, uh, how to hire somebody, how to, to conduct an interview, how to set your office up. Um, we did that this morning, actually, the floor plan. But we got our office uh, last Friday. And then there's some other general stuff. There's a lot, a tremendous amount of training on ethics, which I appreciate greatly because I take that very seriously. And uh, that is conducted mostly in a bipartisan manner. So the entire uh, 118th Congress freshman class, that's what they call it, so we're all together for most of that stuff. And then you split into the Republican and Democrat side where we went into conference as a Republican conference. The Democrats call themselves a caucus. And we, uh, the first thing we really did is started debating uh, leadership and voting for who we want to be in leadership. And then also the rules package, which is how, uh, when we take a majority on January 3rd, how people will comport themselves within the House of Representatives. So they're all really important things. And uh, it's kind of drinking through a fire hose, but I've been very pleasantly surprised by one, the congeniality between the Republican Democrat Party and how, and this is going to sound crazy, no one's going to believe me how incredibly organized it's been so far uh, because sitting back in Wisconsin, we look at DC and we're like, wow, this is just, you know, heard a bunch of cats. Well, that part's true, but uh, it's been very organized and done in a very professional manner so far. So what's the most interesting thing that you've learned in your orientation to Congress? Honestly, Bill, the most interesting, interesting things I've learned is that the vast majority of things that people believe about how Congress comports themselves and the benefits that you get are completely wrong. So I get all my health care through the VA. Everybody knows that. And it was one of my campaign promises. I'm holding to it uh, that I will continue to get all of my health care through the Veterans Administration because what's good enough for my fellow veteran is good enough for me. That's just the way it is. But any uh, congressman that's coming in on the 118th Congress all of them have to go through the healthcare exchange, which is Obamacare. So Congress, if they're getting healthcare here as a federal employee, they have to use Obamacare. Another thing is the retirement. So your retirement doesn't get vested until you've been in Congress for at least five years 
and then it's 1% of your salary per year. So if you were in Congress for six years, it would be 2% of $174,000 per year. So divide 174000 by 12, and that's what my retirement would be if I did three terms in Congress. So that you get your whole salary forever is absolutely wrong. Right. I found that fascinating. That, that is really interesting. I knew that that was wrong. I knew that you don't get your salary for life, as a lot of people seem to think. So one of the things that happened was you had a, a freshman orientation dinner with the speaker or the next speaker, Kevin McCarthy. Can you tell us a little bit about what that was like, being with all the people, all the Republicans who were elected in November? It's fantastic. I mean, it's, it, you see all these folks on TV all the time. And then you speak to them. A lot of them are shorter than you thought. A lot of them are taller than you thought. But a lot of them are just really nice, terribly interesting people. Um, so to get together with all of these folks in one room um, and speak to them at a real human level, face-to-face, and there's no cameras there, you really are, you're just totally yourself. Um, to me, that was very rewarding. And they foster the relationships between the younger and the, the members that have been there, I would say the newer members and the members that have been there for a period of time. And as a, as a former SEAL enlisted guy, you know, we go through the same types of uh, apprenticeship programs. And there are things that you can learn from people that have been here for a longer period of time. And there's also a lot of things that you should never learn. I did an interview with The Hill, which is a very liberal um, paper out here. And the uh, reporter asked me if I'm used to being called congressman-elect yet. And I looked at her and said, I don't think anyone should ever get used to being called congressman or congressman-elect. Because as soon as you get used to that, that means you've been here too long. And I will hold myself to that standard. We asked our listeners to come up with some questions for you. So here's one from our Fact Check WIZM with Bill Fee and Facebook page. And if you are not... A member of that page, I encourage you to take a look for it and join our group. And the question uh, that we had was, have you decided about where your congressional offices are going to be in the 3rd Congressional District? Do you have an idea where your offices were, will be where people can go uh, to get assistance? Well, my predecessor had uh, one in La Crosse and one in uh, Eau Claire. And so for now, we're going to keep those there just because people understand that's where that office was. They won't be in the same physical space. We're going to move the spaces. But we're also looking, and it's going to depend on our budget. I think we need to have much more rural outreach. Those are the two largest cities in the district. And if we can make this work budgeted, because I'm on a very strict budget, um, I want to make sure that the folks around the entire district, not just in La Crosse, Eau Claire, and those, again, largest population centers makes total sense to have them there. Um, I want to make sure that, that everybody has the ability to reach uh, out with the same uh, frequency, periodicity, and ease. And another way, one of the things we're thinking about is having a mobile office. That's a way that a lot of these folks, and that's a great reason to be out here with these people that have been in Congress for a while who've had large um, geographic districts. So we may do something like that. We're in, currently in the process of building out our team. And I want everybody on this phone call to understand, and I've told everybody here in the leadership and everywhere, the primary focus of my office will be constituent services. So the bulk of our budget and our personnel 
will be in the district because that's what we're supposed to be doing. There's not a single person in Washington, D.C. that can vote for me. And I get that. I'm not representing anybody in Washington, D.C. I'm representing everybody in the district. So don't, we're going to do everything we can to put as many people on the ground in the district so I can stay in touch with every single person, including the 48% of the people that didn't vote for me. I understand that 48% of the people did not vote for me, and I want them to know that I take it exceptionally seriously that I will be representing them as well as I will for the 52% that did. we got to get to a place where that's what we do in, in politics, Bill. Yep, that's a, that's a great attitude to represent all of the people. During your campaign, you said that you wanted to serve on the Agriculture Committee. When will you know yep. about committee assignments? It'll be January. This is how this works. You don't just throw a dart at a board. There's something called a steering committee, and our regional representative is Brian Stiles from the 1st District. And then we have a freshman class representative. His name is Max Miller. And we, we make a case for why we should be on these committees. And for us, it's a no-brainer. We have not had a congressman from the state of Wisconsin on the Agriculture Committee for 26 years. And that's the, the dairy state. that's the largest industry in the 3rd Congressional District. Am I right? You are correct. And it bounces back between number one and number two GDP for the state of Wisconsin. So to me, that's unacceptable. And that's what I'm aiming for. It is my primary focus to get on the agriculture committee. That consists of a, a series of meetings. I have to go to do another one here shortly to plead my case uh, to the steering committee to make sure that they understand how important it is for the state of Wisconsin that we have a congressman on that committee. What are the odds that you will be granted your wish to be on the agriculture committee? Well, seeing how it's my first choice, and given the historical background of the state of Wisconsin and the fact that we haven't had representation on there for over a quarter of a century, they're looking pretty good. But I hold, I don't take anything for granted. Everyone knows this. Um, as a SEAL, I've never taken anything for granted. And I will continue to work every single day to make that final selection to get me on the Ag Committee. Uh, we we now have a federal government that's divided. Republicans are controlling the House of Representatives, but Democrats control the presidency and the U.S. Senate. That's setting up some tough negotiations over legislation in the coming year. Democrats rang up over $4 trillion in deficits over the last two years. Since the House controls spending appropriations, is there going to be an effort to rein in some of this spending? Yes. There is. So again, I got rep- I got elected to represent the third congressional district. One of the primary things I was telling people is that we have to stop this radical, out of control socialist spending that is destroying our economy and making the future much bleaker for our children. So that is a primary focus. The first bill, though, that we talked about. Um, Kevin McCarthy is going to be the next speaker said is that we're going to defund 87,000 new IRS agents. That's number one. And that will actually help with fiscal responsibility. And then we have to rope this government in. Um, the, the only two promises as far as legislation that I've made to people that I want to get this in day one is term limits for all members of Congress and then a balanced budget amendment. Those are the two things that I will introduce. Will either one of them get through the House? I don't know. But I, I will do me, I will stick to my promises and to my guns and get those two pieces introduced in this term of Congress. 
Derek Van Orden, it's just been great. Thanks for taking the time to catch up our listeners on what's happening with you as our congressman-elect. We're, we're grateful. Will you come back and talk to us again in the near future? Are you kidding me? Of course. And hey, last thing, there is no way Sarah Jane and I can express to all the folks, the hundreds and hundreds of volunteers and our staff, of course, throughout the district that uh, helped get me to Congress. And I just, I cannot communicate to you. Appreciate that. Again, we enjoy having you on the show. So anytime you've got a minute, we'd love to chat again. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. This was another edition of Fact Check. Fact Check is your only dependable source of state and local news from a conservative perspective. We invite you to join the conversation on our Facebook group, Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.